Welcome back to Work, Love, Pray, Real Talk, Grounded in Truth. I'm Jordan Johnstone. And Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to a new decade and to the beginning of season two of Work, Love, Pray. We will be coming to you twice a month now. So get ready for even more incredible stories and words of wisdom from some truly amazing women. Before we start this episode, this first episode, I guess, of 2020, um, I wanted to let you all know that the winter session of the Forward Mentor Program is open for signups. I can't think of a better way to set the tone for the year than with this 10-week program and paired with a hand-selected mentor. The deadline to apply is Friday, January 10th, so make sure you visit our website ASAP to sign up. Just visit forwardwomen.org. That's the number 4-W-O-R-D-W-O-M-E-N.org slash mentor program. Well, let's kick off the new year by laying a good solid foundation of a conversation, how to find purpose in your life. Does it sound a little daunting? Well, it kind of (laughs) is, but it's hard work that I promise is well worth the effort. Joining me today is Lisa Lewis, a transformational leadership coach for women. She helps her clients connect the dots of work, life, and faith to live wholeheartedly as God created them. In addition to coaching, Lisa is also a certified Enneagram coach and pairs that with traditional coaching to help women see how all the pieces of themselves can click together. Lisa, I am just so excited to have you on today. Thanks, Jordan. I'm really excited to get to be here and have this conversation with you. Of course. Now, as a coach, Lisa, you specialize, like I said, in helping people discover their purpose. Did you always know that you wanted to focus on this with others? No. As a matter of fact, I came to coaching with the idea of helping people, but not specifically on finding their purpose. Mm. But as it goes along, and you know, we'll talk about this, in discovering my own purpose in coaching, it started to become evident this, this through line from when I was a young child of wanting to help people learn. I, my first career was in education and I began to recognize, wait a second, all of that is not being set aside. This, this passion for learning and growing and changing is something that, that God put in me from the Mm -hmm. very beginning. And so when I began to connect those dots within myself, I recognized, wait, this isn't something everybody's wired with. And this is perhaps how God wants me to be approaching my coaching profession. And so that, that became the, what I do today now in helping Mm -hmm. women discover their purpose within their career or as they're getting ready to make some kind of transition from from a career into a stay-at-home mom or from being at home back into the workforce or mm. yeah, just a variety mm. of things. And then how does the Enneagram fit in with that? Because I know we've talked about the Enneagram uh, yeah. this past year um, and that was fun. So yeah, I mean, I would love to hear your side of how that kind of ties in with purpose. Yes, it's it's a fascinating uh, tool. The Enneagram of Personality is its formal name, and it's it has a recent resurgence. But amazingly enough, it's been around for centuries. Literally, mm-hmm. we can trace mm-hmm. it all the way back. The origins are uh, completely unknown, but we can trace the evidence of the Enneagram all the way back to the Greeks. So oh, wow. it's yeah yeah it goes. Uh, in fact, if you're familiar with the Odyssey, Homer's mm-hmm. Odyssey, there are mm-hmm. nine islands that oh. <laughs> uh, Odysseus travels to. And interestingly enough, they align with each of the different 
uh, Enneagram types. So <laughs> it's kind of like, that's hmm, very yes, interesting. <laughs> it is very interesting. Yeah. And then we can also find that, uh, Christian mystics, the desert fathers and mothers use the Enneagram in hmm. their, uh, community building, helping people recognize how they can become more Christ-like by dealing with their natural propensities toward the dark side of temperament and mm. moving toward the the high side or the light side of temperament. So mm. the Enneagram's been around for a long time. And how does it connect with finding purpose? Well, it's in its discovery and a person's interaction with it, they start to see themselves and learn to accept some of the things that they've struggled with but didn't really have a vocabulary uh, for example, I'm an Enneagram seven and that type loves to have fun and loves to uh, play with ideas, but has the propensity to not follow through with things and mm-hmm. to, to want to do all the things, but not to any great depth. So a jack of all trades and a master of none. And that used to, <laughs> used to really bother me. Why can't I stick with something, you know, and I was very hard on myself. Mm. The Enneagram and learning more about my temperament style has been a real tool of self-acceptance of grace where I didn't have that for myself before. And so Mm. the Enneagram can be a great tool. First of all, say, Oh, this makes sense. This is, this is who I am. This is, you know, part of it but it's a starting point. It's not where you stay. And that's how it ties mm. in with finding your purpose because you can start to learn from the wisdom of the other uh, eight types, whatever yours is, then there are eight mm-hmm. more and learn how you can move and grow into the wisdom that others have to offer. So it's very connection, very other as well as self. So mm. it's, it's a fascinating tool. And, yeah. and we don't stay with, oh, I'm a this. So, you know, just put up with me. Mm, yeah. Nope. That's, that's, that's not <laughs> that's a just full. The yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, oh. I know that's probably a long-winded answer. It's a very oh, no. complex tool and, and can yeah. really provide a lot for an individual in their growth and development. Of course. Yeah, no, and I am a six. So um, I would say probably how that ties with me and purpose is Mm. I'm very loyal to things. And so I feel like if my purpose were ever to shift, I would drag my feet (laughs) with shifting Mm. to it because I would be like, Mm -hmm. no, 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 no. This is what I'm wired to do. This is what I need to keep doing. And yeah. So I, yeah, I think that would be super fascinating to, to kind of investigate later on, but, um, but yeah, yeah. no, that's, that's very interesting how old it is too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which gives it some interesting legitimacy. This isn't Mm -hmm. just a fly by night kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, had a recent resurgence within the last 40 years and has come even in the past five years has really become uh, a talking point in a lot of people's conversation. But, Mm. but to your point about the place that you sit as a six and your loyalty Mm -hmm. is, Mm -hmm. is a beautiful, beautiful position to have in any organization in your family, because that loyalty is going to cause you to be deep and Mm. concerned for others, not just Mm -hmm. yourself. 
And if you do make a, a shift at some point, you can lean to your wings, the seven mm-hmm. who loves to play with ideas, like I mentioned, mm-hmm. and a five who likes to learn everything there is possible to learn about something mm-hmm. and then, <laughs> and then be more informed to make a change if that, yeah. if and when that time comes. So, yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm the wing five. So it, yeah, that. I probably would annoy people (laughs) when it came time to change because I just research everything and make sure I was doing the right thing. And yeah, it's, yeah, my, my family's a bunch of saints for for putting up with me. Oh my goodness. Uh, Well, so as you're working with people who are struggling to find their purpose, um, what are some maybe like top three things you hear from them, whether, you know, it's about finding the purpose or maybe just even being confident that they've connected with the right purpose? Mm, Yeah. One of the things that is consistent when people come to this place of, of, I'm not sure what I'm doing is what I need to be doing. That it becomes this question comes up the idea of being stuck. Mm-hmm. I, I know this isn't working, but I don't know what else to do. I got my degree in this. I've done this for, you know, a decade or five years or, you know, 30, whatever it might be. And I don't know what to do. So this unknown of what's next combined with the what's happening right now doesn't fit or isn't working or some, some awareness that in coaching, we call that a pain point. And it's in a discomfort that we know we need to make a change. You know, it's like shoes. That doesn't fit anymore. I need to get a new pair of shoes. That's a very basic analogy when we're talking about deep structures within a person's psyche. But it comes from a place of, eh, this isn't going to work. So then in, in a coaching process, there are lots of questions. And it takes some time in helping a person develop that awareness and, and what is behind that, what's underneath that. And so the, the process of determining what might be the next right step becomes evident as you answer different questions that the coach poses in the process. Mm. Mm. So you mentioned it takes time. (laughs) Um, Is there a set timeline to finding your purpose? And I'm sure that sounds like such a six question (laughs) to ask, but you know, for me, it's like, I want steps. I want to process. I'm sure there's probably a lot of people that want that. So is there a set timeline or frustratingly enough as it might be? um, Is there (laughs) just, you gotta be go with the flow. Yeah, it's a great question. And, and there are coaches who have divined a, you know, three-step process and you do these three Mm -hmm. steps and repeat and, and you will eventually come to a place of, of knowing and discovery. And to some extent, I agree with that. However, that set timeline is variable. So Mm -hmm. we can't say, Jordan, for you, it's going to take three months for you to determine this or three days or because, because of your life experiences, you will know this in three weeks. 
<laughs> it doesn't, it, it doesn't work that way. Uh, mm. in our microwave generation that we live in now, we want it yesterday. Yes. <laughs> and so <laughs> learning to wait on any kind of process is challenging. Mm. And, and that unknown of time frame is often what keeps people from doing anything about it mm-hmm. because you know what you're doing right now. And well, I can tolerate it. And you stay in a circumstance often longer than would be beneficial because of that unknown. Yeah. How yeah. long is that going to take? What's going to be mm-hmm. on the other side of it? I want guarantees. I want answers. And so, no, there really isn't a one size fits all process and timeline, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish I could and, say there was. Yeah. <laughs> then I, would I wish be a you could too. <laughs> I know. I wish you could too. Uh, well, and and little sneak peek of what uh, the next podcast will be about. But you know, in, in thinking about ruts and getting stuck in them, um, mm-hmm. you know, as far as that goes with your finding your purpose, it kind of sounds like you're alluding to some people when they kind of think about the the enormity of, of okay. either finding or changing their purpose and adapting to it, they may just choose to stick in a rut. And, mm-hmm. you know, what, what kind of damage can that do to somebody? Oh, well, that's, that's a great question because when we are not living into our purpose, then we're not fully engaged with life as God intends us to be. Mm. And, and what kind of damage might that be to our mind, our heart, our body? We talked about the Enneagram a little bit, and, and there are three centers of intelligence that we learn from. We're, we're like little trinities, our head, our heart, our body. And each mm. one of those aspects of us can give us clues as to things not working the way that would be most advantageous for us to be living into our purpose. We need to be in what is called integration or alignment, head, heart, body, all moving forward, doing mm. life in a wholehearted way. So damage can be done. In fact, there, there are people who know that they've absorbed stress from their work environment in such a way that they have chronic pain. They have, mm-hmm. um, you know, their, their back stress, they have, uh, an illness that seems to just drag on because they mm-hmm. don't get enough rest, you know, so mm-hmm. it can cause great damage. And mm-hmm. that's, that's why we go back to that idea of pain point. When the pain gets bad enough, people will seek help. Not always, but most often, because we did, you know, generally we don't want to be uncomfortable and, right. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm not saying, uh, this is like, if, if your job's not fitting you and it's six months in, you just get out of there and find something that right. you like better. That's not what I'm talking about here. This is, this is really after investing and giving something your best shot. And you've been, you know, in these circumstances, whatever it might be, uh, for a period of time and you recognize this is not a good fit for me. I need Mm. to figure something else out. And Mm. that is the place of starting to pay attention and, and discovery. Mm. Mm. I love that. Yeah. And like I said, 
next podcast coming later this month. Uh, we will dive a little bit more into the whole ruts thing, but yeah. I did just um, want to kind of get your get your thoughts on that because it it definitely does have a very strong tie with purpose. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's so much beautiful brain science, the neurology mm. that goes behind this that now, yeah. and which is to me is such a beautiful gift, the way that God's word has told us that we need to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And mm. we can do this. And now we're finding out that, oh yeah, when and I'm sure you guys will talk about this, but when, when we get in a rut, a mental and emotional rut, we're just making these grooves in our brains. And it's like, how do I change? And Oh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a beautiful mystery, but it is possible. So that's the, yeah. that's the other exciting thing about what I get to do with people. Oh yeah. Let's say that's an encouraging note to leave that little tidbit on. <laughs> it's <is> possible <laughs> to get out of them. It is possible to get out of those ruts. Yeah. Yes. Oh, now I, I'm just curious, um, you know, when you're, when you're starting the process of, let's just say discovering your purpose, because whether you've found it previously, or maybe you've just kind of gone with the flow and you went, you know what, maybe I'm not really doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Is there, is there ever a chance or a danger of you think you found your purpose? It just feels so right. Everything clicks, you go with it. And then come to find out it's not actually your purpose. Is that, is that something to really worry about? Mm. Worry is is such an interesting word. Uh, Coming from a six, it makes perfect sense. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I know. No, no, don't apologize. That's, that's a perfect example of a way of seeing that the Enneagram helps us discover but mm-hmm. is there, is there danger of going in a direction and recognizing, oh, wait, this doesn't fit. And, and I'm not sure I would attribute the word danger to it, but yes, it is possible to try something on, live into it and recognize, oh, this isn't quite right. Kind of like the story of Goldilocks and the three bears, right? She goes Mm -hmm. and she sits in that chair and it was too hard. She goes and sits in the other chair. It's too soft. And then she finds the one that's just right. That's, that's essentially what discovering your purpose really is. There are trial and error components. There are elements that just suddenly it's, it's like a tonic chord in music that that final note comes in and it makes this full sound and it resonates in such a way that it is comforting. And so sometimes you have to play a lot of notes in order to find that tonic chord. And that's part of the, part of the process in discovering because Mm -hmm. discovery is a journey. It's not something that is a linear path necessarily. And again, some people are not comfortable with the idea of going in the wrong, I'm doing air quotes. So imagine that wrong direction (laughs) because, you know, they want to get on and, and move on and likely their temperament in the Enneagram, they might be a three, they might be a one, (laughs) It might be an eight mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. where, nope, there's got to be a right way to do this. And I am going to find it. And pursuit <laughs> becomes like a hunt. And, you know, right. and that's okay, too, because we're all wired differently. 
that's part of the, the discovery process. And me being a seven, I want to use the word, and that's what makes it fun. Yeah. <laughs> and not everybody feels the same way about that. Oh. Well, to kind of summarize things, wrap it up a little bit. Um, do you have any, and I know we talked before about there's not a timeline, um, so I'm not right. asking for a timeline, but are there any steps that you use with your clients um, when working through finding purpose with them? Yes. Yeah. In fact, one of the, I, I have a three point, uh, framework, if you will. And it spells the word, it's an acronym for get G E T. Mm. So uh, grow your awareness is step one. And so in that growing your awareness, that's that discovery questioning, what about what you're doing right now doesn't seem to fit. And so then we unpack, you know, a little bit deeper. Sometimes it comes out that it's actually the manager that the person is working with. It's not the work that they're doing. So then, you know, in that growing awareness comes the E part, the equip, what, what tools, what, what's missing, what resources might you need for you to move into thriving in the situation that you're in or moving towards thriving in a new situation because of changing and, and moving toward your purpose. So grow, equip, thrive. Those are, those are my three steps. And it's kind of a repeated process because you grow your awareness in this one particular area. You get some tools. It might be an assessment like Myers-Briggs or DISC or Strength Finders or the Enneagram or all of them. And we look at what are the common threads that are here? What, what can you see in your current work or, uh, place in life that, that these elements speak to, how can you adjust to be more fully in alignment? So that's the equipping part. And then moving toward thriving, it really becomes designing the action of what are your next steps? What's your next right step and taking it, what kind of accountability and support do you need? And it becomes this ongoing relationship in moving toward discovering purpose and living into it. So grow, equip, thrive. And, and I say, get moving because that, you know, the Isaac Newton said the body in motion stays in motion. And when people come with the idea of being stuck, they're not moving in their life. They're going through the motions. And, uh, Christine Kane has a great quote that says, growing things change. Living mm. things grow and growing things change. There's the quote. Mm. And, mm. and so if you're not growing and changing, are you truly living becomes the question. And, and at that point, people start to recognize, you know, I am just going through the motion. Mm. I need to slow down and really pay attention. And you don't have to work with a coach. Working with a mentor is a great skill set to, to develop a relationship like that. You can have trusted friends that you have a community that you can process this with. So it doesn't have to be through coaching, but coaching is a, a commitment to yourself, an investment in yourself. So it's, it's beneficial for the process for sure. Mm. Is there anything else you'd like to leave us with today? 
Well, a plug for our mentoring program. I, oh, I mentioned you. <laughs> to you earlier. Yeah, no. Um, I moved into a new area six and a half years ago with no community. And I reached out to Forward and saw that they were developing this mentoring program in, in the season of life that I was in at that time. I thought I, that's something I can do. And I be, I was privileged to become a mentor and have had the opportunity to invest in seven different women's lives over all this time. And I cannot tell you how beneficial it is to both women, both the mentor and the mentee, to have this committed time, you know, six meetings over 10 weeks for sure. And sometimes you end up meeting 10 times because you just know that this is time that you want to give into this relationship, I highly recommend looking into the mentor program. It's Mm -hmm. been really transformational. Mm -hmm. Well, again, thank you for that. And we've enjoyed having you as a mentor and um, I'm sure your mentees just sing your praises because I'm sure they get quite amazing advice from you. Well, we have a lot of fun. I'm sure. (laughs) I'm sure. Let's just say that. (laughs) I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, Lisa, again, thank you for coming on here with us today and talking through this with us. Um, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Jordan. I I hope that women will start to really investigate if they're Mm -hmm. living in their purpose and they'll learn that growing awareness and seek out the tools they need so that they can thrive to live out the life that God has designed for them, honestly, before Mm. the beginning of time. Mm. Well, we're glad you joined us for this conversation about finding purpose in your life and how taking into account who you are and what makes you tick is so important. If you're interested in partnering up with a mentor like Lisa talked about so kindly for us uh, to further help you with your life's purpose and goals, don't forget to sign up for the winter session of the Forward Mentor Program. Prices start at $3.99 and it's an investment in yourself you will not regret making. To sign up, just visit forwardwoman.org. Again, that's the number four, W-O-R-D, W-O-M-E-N.org slash mentor program. For more information about this episode and to access Lisa's um, helpful tools, please visit our website, forwardwoman.org. That's the number four, W-O-R-D, W-O-M-E-N.org. And then click on podcast at the top of the page. As you move forward on your journey to work, love, and pray well, don't forget to make time for real talk grounded in truth. 